0: Hello, and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. This is Alex. Good morning. Welcome to our Monday show when I get caught up and I catch you up in the process. This is August 28th, 2023, and on the show today, we have stocks and crypto, as always, a couple of small notes on earnings, then major news brewing in the unicorn space. And finally, why self-driving cars are too expensive a club for their future customers. It's all on the show today. Let's go. Let's start with a look at the stock market. Shares today were up in Asia across the board except for Evergrande, which finally started to trade again and tanked. Stocks are also higher in Europe and are set to rise in the US ahead of the start of trading. Now, we are mostly done with earnings. You can say, thank God, don't worry. But this week, we will hear from Salesforce, HP, CrowdStrike, MongoDB, and VMware. So if you care about enterprise software, good week for you. Turning the page to crypto, well, we are back to the price doldrums after last week's movement. As you will recall, last week, we saw major declines in several crypto prices. This week, however, Bitcoin is flat week over week at around $26,000, and Ether is off a very small 1.5% to $1650, not a lot going on there. Elsewhere in crypto, NFT trading continues to decline, and we are still watching the stablecoins, but really, that's all the news from Cryptoland. Moving on to my favorite part of the show, big news that matters. And today's biggest headline is that we are finally seeing some big names drop their IPO filings. This includes Instacart, as expected, and Klaviyo as well. These are massive IPOs that will heft multi-billion dollar valuations and potentially raise quite a lot of money. Now, the big context here is that the tech IPO market in the US, the largest and most liquid market for such offerings in the free world, is potentially coming back to life. The conventional wisdom here is that the American public markets needed to see a few big tech-heavy debuts to build confidence on the startup side and demonstrate demand on the investor side. There were a few signals recently that may indicate the public markets are ready for new names. These include the strong offerings from Cava and Oddity, two firms that raised private capital but were somewhat afield from the types of startups that TechCrunch tends to cover. So do those two strong debuts mean that Instacart and Clavio will also list well? That we do not know, but let's talk about both of the companies that will go public in brief. So, Instacart. Now, we expected Instacart to be large in revenue terms and increasingly less unprofitable when we finally got its S1 filing ahead of its IPO. Turns out the company is actually in better shape than we thought. Revenue was $1.48 billion in the first half of 2023, up from $1.13 billion in the same portion of 2022. Gross profit rose from $769 million in the first half of 2022 to $1.11 billion in the same period of this year. And operating income rose from negative $73 million in the first six months of 2022 to positive $242 million in the first two quarters of 2023. The company also generates mountains of cash. So all good on the Instacart front? There is one thing we might worry about. While Instacart has shown a really strong ability to grow its revenues, including in the important advertising portion of its business worth $406 million in the first half of this year, the underlying engine of that growth is slowing. And by that, I mean gross transaction volume growth at Instacart is slowing. And the more it slows, the less room there will be for the company to juice advertising revenues and the like. So, Instacart looks healthy as hell right now, safe with a massive cash balance and profitability. The question is, how much can it boost total orders for its service in coming quarters, giving it more transaction volume to monetize later on? Next up, we have Clavio. It's a Boston-based marketing automation company with a focus on email and text messages. You may have heard of them, I certainly had, but had never actually looked deep. Like Instacart, Clavio is a massively venture-backed company, and that means that as with the grocery delivery service, its debut is going to unlock a lot in the way of invested venture money. So if you care about capital recycling, and you should, this matters. Clavio was last valued at around $9.5 billion in a $320 million round in mid-2021. A big question is, can it defend that price? Well, in its favor, Clavio is a big, profitable, and quickly growing company. From our read, it's a super solid SaaS entity that should be able to list at a pretty strong revenue multiple, though we haven't done the math yet as to see how close it may get to its final private price. Revenue at the company scaled from $208 million in the first half of last year to $321 million in the first half of this year, and that's greater than 50% growth at scale this year, which is killer. The company also swapped from operating losses in the first half of 2022 to operating income of around $8 in the first half of this year. Even better, the company had net income of around $15 million in the first two quarters of 2023, and one way it got there, by the way, was by limiting its share-based compensation line item, a note out there for founders. Oh, and the company is now generating lots and lots of cash. In short, Clavio is going to go public as the standard bearer for a zillion late-stage software startups, and it looks like a pretty healthy champion. How well it does, how strongly it prices, and how it performs post-IPO is going to be big damn news. More on Clavio this morning when I actually write about it for the blog. And finally today, extra homework is a little bit too expensive for ride-hailing companies. A new item out today from TechCrunch reads as follows. Chinese electric vehicle upstart XPeng is acquiring the smart EV assets of ride-hailing giant Didi for $744 million, marking another significant alliance that the Tesla Challenger has struck in recent months. In an announcement on Monday, Didi said the duo is forming a strategic partnership to quote, promote the global application of smart electric vehicles and technologies. And CNBC notes that the quote, two companies are looking to cooperate in marketing, financial and insurance services, charging robo-taxis, and international expansion. This should all sound pretty familiar. We have seen ride-hailing companies get rid of non-core assets that burn cash before. Recall that Uber sold its self-driving efforts to Aurora Innovation, Lyft sold its self-driving efforts to Toyota, and now DD has gotten rid of its EV efforts. In contrast, some major companies' efforts in the self-driving space, for example, are still going well. There's Waymo from Alphabet, Cruise from GM, you get the picture. Throwing the XPeng DD deal into the mix, I don't think that ride hailing makes enough money or really generates enough cash to finance a truly competitive effort in self-driving or in EVs. Now, this is bad news for the ride hailing companies. They thought they could build their own tech and be their own customer but instead it turns out those companies are actually the customers themselves. So good for the majors, bad for the individual ride hailing companies, but at least we get some tasty deals out of the mix. And that is our show for this fine Monday morning. If you need even more equity in between the shows, however, we are Equity Pod on both Twitter and threads. And we are opening this year's TechCrunch Disrupt event in San Francisco, September 19th through the 21st. So if you love equity and you're coming to the show, well, come early on the first day because we will be live. And if you don't have a ticket yet, well, you can fix that and save some money by using the code equity, all caps, I believe, when you buy one. I'm Alex. This is our show. Don't forget Chain Reaction and Found are our sister podcasts. And we're out of here. We're back Wednesday. Bye. Equity is hosted by myself, editor-in-chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm, and TechCrunch senior reporter, Mary Ann Azevedo. We are produced by Teresa Loconsolo with editing by Kel. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator. And a big thank you to the audience development team and Henry Picavette, who manages TechCrunch Audio Products. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time.